welcome to the podcast, Just Saying. My name is Joe McCormick. I'm your host. Here we are at the end of another year and the beginning of a new one. So my headline is Chit Chat Cheer and a Happy New Year. I like that. I'd like to take the opportunity here to look back, look forward. This podcast is for you. It's to help you to become a more intentional communicator, clear and concise, consistently able to make an impact when you communicate. And we are past our 300th episode now and entering into a new season, closing out a new year, a year, a year, opening a new one. And I'm, what I'd like to do are three things in this podcast. Number one is to give you some highlights, some, some personal highlights that I've had this year. Number two is to give you a quick scan of what I think are the top 10 episodes of the past year. And three, finally, maybe a brief ref reflection on some ways to improve moving into the new year. How about we do that? Now, you're here for a reason. You're here to, to elevate your game. You want to be better. We, maybe you've taken a course at the Brief Lab. Maybe we've worked for a long time together. Maybe you're new to this and you just found us online. We, in this effort together, are setting our sights on the impact that people have when they can really consider can communicate with purpose. And the way I look at it is we're in an area era where it's easier than ever to communicate. I mean, here I am doing a podcast, you know, 10 years ago, it was a different story. 20, oh my gosh, forget about it. Like the technology wasn't there. The reach wasn't there. And now everybody has a voice and a vehicle to, to reach anybody really at any time. So to communicate is easier than ever. All the tools are out there in front of you text messaging and instant messaging and email and video conferencing and smart devices and really fairly pervasive connectivity. It's harder and harder to find places to go where you're not connected. Um, and here, and here you remote work, hybrid work. Um, people can reach out and touch somebody as they once said, um, you know, whenever they want and how are they want. Now that also poses problems because communication is cheapened. Um, it's overwhelming. There is infobesity as the term comes, which is just overwhelmed with information. And we sim we swim in the sea of noise and we have to communicate inside of this environment, which can be very, very challenging for people. So as I look at this podcast, um, in what we set out to do, it really is for me and you to to continue this conversation together, to find any way to help you become, you know, better in this, in this area. Now, as we connect the book brief in noise to this third book, quiet works, I'm becoming more and more deliberate about making the connection between quiet time of quiet silence in the workday as a time and a place for you to prepare before you communicate, knowing that it's not just about the communication. It's about what happens before it. And actually what happens after it, that we have to start thinking about more. Who am I talking to? Why would they care? What am I going to say? In the past few episodes, we just talked about interruptions, the effect of interrupting myself in, 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 in mid thought, um, the cost of interrupting other people mid sentence and so on and so forth. So what I'm going to set out to do right now is just those three things, some highlights for me for the year some top, top to a list of top 10 episodes that I review that I think are, are noteworthy 
And then finally, maybe some things to think about as you enter the new year. So here's the first category. The first category is for me, what were some of the highlights in the last year? Well, I've, I've got a list of 10. It could have been 20. I'm sorry. I got a list of five. What am I saying? 10. Um, I take that back. Let me just count here real quick. Huh? It's actually six. Okay. Six key highlights for me in the year. And I'll just state them and just give a little quick commentary on each. So the first one is 10 year anniversary at the brief lab, starting the brief lab. Um, we started it in, in uh, 2013, right before the release of the book in Southern Pines, North Carolina. Uh, that facility is now 10 years. We have expanded it. And now we teach courses, not only there, but we teach them in on site all over the place and we teach them online and that business model is expanded, but it's our 10th anniversary. So we celebrate it. That was kind of cool. That was really amazing. Actually. Number two on the list is we opened the first ever quiet workplace in Southern Pines right next to the brief lab. And if you're in the area, check it out, but it's the first ever place to go for quiet. And we're putting that next to the brief lab to give people a place to go to think and take time to reflect and plan and prepare in a very, very unique place. And if you want more information on that, you go to thequietworkplace.com and you can see a gallery and it's kind of cool. And I have big, big plans for that to expand. Number three was I finished the manuscript of the book, Quiet Works, Making Silence the Secret Ingredient of the Workday. And that should come out mid um, 2024, maybe late summer, early fall. Um, the publisher is Matt Holt, Ben Bella Books. And uh, I'm really excited to finish the manuscript. It's essentially in their hands now to, for, for layout and that would come out mid-year. So we're really excited about that. And that's brief noise and how quiet works and, the, and those three books working together to help you. Really excited about that. Next on the list, I think is new programs. We're always coming up with new programs to teach, develop you at a higher level to be more intentional, to manage the noise, using quiet, leveraging quiet, to be clear and concise with through the brief lab in, in these different programs we have. And I'm most excited about a program called Quiet Works for Brief Teams. And here's just why it matters so much. We have a lot of people that take our brief programs and afterwards it's the actually putting those methods and approaches um, and tools to, 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 to work. And the analogy is after you've taken brief, it's like getting a tour of the gym. And this Quiet Works for Brief Teams is actually going through a series of challenges over four weeks in small teams where you're using quiet time to prepare for moments of, of key communication and then forming small groups to talk about successes and failures and the use of the tools and the, the relevance of, of how we're learning to exercise this, the skill and develop muscle memory. And that's quiet works for brief teams. And it's a, it's a, like a part two program to brief really excited about that. That we launched that this year. Number five is adding key leaders to our business, um, instructors, heads of marketing and sales, um, you know, key leaders have really helped our team get stronger. And then finally, for me, a big highlight of the year is just working with and for exceptional professionals. Um, both the team that we have and the people that we support you, um, and your organization, it's really, really great to see people respond to this challenge of like, Hey, communication is something which is critically important. People are begging me to be brief. They want me to be easy to follow, easy to understand. I take time and, and that's really impressive for me that people rise to the challenge. Um, what other people just kind of cheapen it 
and it's always inspiring to, to know that I'm working with people of that caliber and working for people. So thank you. So those are the highlights and let's turn to the top 10 episodes, looking back at the year. And, um, it was fun to do this, just going back and, and how I picked each episode title, what was happening with me? Why did I pick it? What was, what inspired me? Um, so it was naturally difficult to, to put this down to 10 because there were about, you know, I think it was like 45 to 48, like new episodes. There was a couple of callback episodes where I couldn't record a new one. Um, but number the first one was episode 268, Running From Time, Not Out Of It. And this is really just me talking about how people say that they're so busy, but the real challenge that people have that they don't accept is that they they have the time, you're just running from it. Because the quiet, the time that alone to think about things is there, but it scares us. And that's you know something that we need to think more about. Like Because I can tell you all day long that we need to be more prepared before we communicate, but if if we're running from the time that we have and saying that we're running out of it because we're busy, we might be misleading ourselves. Um, the second episode is number 276, um, five mistakes when communicating to a busy burden leader. And this is just putting yourself in the mindset of like what goes wrong when you're talking to people that are really overwhelmed, um, leaders, leaders that are, their glass is full. Um, that was the point of that episode. Number three, episode 278 is the real risks of remote work. We we live in a hybrid world right now. There's a huge challenge for, uh, you know, um, return to office mandates. People want to work remotely, and and it's a beautiful thing. But there are risks there. So that episode dives into what those those risks are and how to avoid them, deal with them. Number four, episode number two eighty. Uh, can you make room for silence? And the point of that is, where do you go for your quiet work, quiet time for your quiet work? Number five, episode 282 is a disclaimer on disclaimers and and how a disclaimer can be powerful and how it could actually get you in trouble. What, what are you saying right before you say something? Number six is 283 and 284. I combine them because they're both on the same topic. It is my brief take on artificial intelligence, specifically uh, generative AI and the fascination that I continue to have in the world does with the power of this new tool that has kind of really quickly emerged and will never go away in its contribution to humanity and how it's can be so exciting and so scary at the same time for us. Number seven is episode 286. Um, when to provide an update. And I, I would say of all the ones on my list, this is for me my favorite because I seem to think that People really don't do a good enough job updating each other on how things are going. And updates are the, are the engine of knowing where the issue is or the progress is. And updates are, are, are so often um, handled poorly, not handled at all. People miss the opportunity, they overwhelm, they underwhelm, but updates aren't done nearly well enough. Number eight on my list, episode 290, is making time for people. You know, we're busy, everybody's busy, but are we so busy that we don't actually have time for people? And, you know, brief is many things. It's it's an adaption, an adaptive strategy for how to deal with busy people because they want you to be clear and concise and to the point. But also, ironically, it is an opportunity for longer conversations. And 
you to say less and in people to to say more, but making time for people. Can we can we just free up some of our time so we can actually make time for each other? Number nine on my list is leave me alone. It can wait, which is ironic because I just said you should make time for people. Now you can tell people leave me alone. But the point is, is that people interrupt you, but you can you can and you should have the permission to to tell people come back later because you're right in the middle of something. And number ten finally is um, episode two ninety eight. Quiet works for offsite meetings, which really encapsulated is the point of having offsite meetings, which combine the very best of our brief methodology when you're collaborating together, when you're converging together in, in small teams in an offsite, using all those tools that we teach at the Brief Lab, and then also how you diverge or go away alone in silence and quiet to think about the things that you're going to talk about or that you talked about in how we're developing a model for facilitated offsites where you have quiet and brief working in concert back and forth. And that was, and is for me, a very powerful way of looking at how people collaborate. When you're together, there should always be quiet preparation before and after that time. And there very rarely is. And offsite meetings are a unique opportunity to do that. And that episode talks about that. So those are my highlights, six highlights, top 10 episodes. Maybe you can go back and listen to some of those or re-listen to them. They're for you. I recorded them for you. And I think just finally, I'd like to end on just maybe three considerations for next year as you enter the next year, the new year. And I'm doing this for myself as I'm doing this for you. Number one is these are just questions for you to reflect on. Can I schedule appointments every day for quiet time to prepare my communication? Where is it on the calendar? You know, when do I do this? Where am I doing it? But having scheduled appointments for quiet and maybe next year I have them more predictable, the more consistent. I can see them in my calendar. That's the first question, first challenge. Number two is, can I use a brief tool more frequently? Are you familiar with our tool? If you go to the brieflab.com, I did a podcast on these, the toolkit, but you have a brief map. Brief map is like this, the Swiss army knife for communication. I've got, I can use it to write an update or, or, or pitch an idea or design a meeting agenda or make a recommendation or summarize a complex idea and make it simple. Can I have those brief maps ready in front of me? Maybe it's a draft card. Maybe I'm understanding my desired outcome and my relationship with my audience and being a bit much more explicit about what am I trying to achieve? Um, the tower method of, of, uh, writing, think, organize, write, edit, rewrite. Can I use a brief tool? And finally, can I listen more, a bit more and talk a bit less and, and just look at it like that. As you can see in this podcast, I love being able to, you know, to be in an ongoing conversation with you about the value of clear and concise communication. I just, I do. I want to make you exceptional in this area. And from my perspective right now, as I end a year and start a new one, there's just so much to say about brevity and quiet. I may need another year. Just saying. <laughs>